We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, everybody's got jokes about my voice. I feel like we're rebounding here. Um, shout out to B. Bizzle. Jeff, you might have to B. handle Bizzle? You might have to handle this, dude. B. Bizzle said that I'm a bitch ass that's always trying to put on people that talk bad about the organization. Here's what I'll say, B. Bizzle. One, I'm not a bitch ass. Find me at the 7-Eleven on MacArthur Boulevard. Two, <laughs> two, we have done nothing, Brian, I would say, but I talked to Matt Ryan, Bill Cower, yeah. Charles Davis. We've had people throughout the week on this program, on NBC4, that have all been glowing reviews of the Dan Quinn hire, even though most people in the city were really upset when it happened. Everybody forgot about that. But now it's gotten to a situation where it's, you can't make fun of my family, only I can make fun of my family. And that's fine. I get it. But you've got to allow for dissenting voices, man. This is America. Yeah. Like, we're, we're not here to give you... When you went into the interview, you didn't know what the hell Chris was going to say. No. And and I, I don't know. I, I think some people just like to have certain mindsets, and they're mad at, at most things. But the ultimate thing is, I'll be honest, I expected, based off of what I heard locally, I thought you would have a national mindset where it was worse. Hell, the national mindset is more positive about that I think a lot of people must know him. Yeah. He's clearly an engaging individual, and I think that matters. But look, I want everybody to hear what Sim says, particularly the part where he says, I might be wrong. Uh, my conversation with Chris Sims from yesterday. I'm a big fan of Adam Peters. I mean, obviously. I mean, hey, learned a little football in New England, goes to San Francisco, of course, a part of some great regimes there. So not only did he have some of those things in place, but he got to see Kyle and John Lynch do it. And, of course, a team that's kind of been at the pinnacle of football here, or at least very close to it for four to the last five years. So let's go down a level. Yeah. Adam Peters hires Dan Quinn right. in a very wonky back-and-forth coaching service. Yes, right. It was wonky. There's no question about that. Uh, I'd be lying to you if I to tell you that I'm, like, super excited about the Dan Quinn hire. Hey, the first thing is I'm not a big fan of hiring people within the division, right? Oh, we're going to hire a guy that, like, just worked with one of our arch rivals, and they know all the things and practice against them for three years straight, and now we're going to play them twice a year, right? That to me is like advantage Cowboys in that department. Let alone, you know, again, Dan has done a really good job on the defensive side of the ball with that, the Dallas Cowboys, but, you know, all in all, I'm just a little shocked, I think, that he's gotten a second chance this quickly, I will say. I mean, barely above 500 with the Falcons. I thought the best thing they did about that football team was having Kyle Shanahan as the offensive coordinator it kind of fell apart after that right you know he's a defensive coach they had a 28 to 3 lead you know Shanahan gets blamed for some reason and Dan Quinn's supposed to one this coaches the defense supposed to stop that you know from the things I know and, and people out there you know it feels certainly that Ben Johnson was choice one it feels like Mike McDonald was choice number two and then it got to Dan Quinn 
right? But I listen, I you know, this isn't personal. It's a tough thing about my job. I'm trying to be honest and give you that. Yeah, it doesn't mean it won't work. It doesn't mean maybe I'm wrong about what I'm saying, right? Dan Quinn, now he, he showed me he evolved a little bit defensively from Atlanta to Dallas. Now maybe he'll show me he, devol- he evolved in being a head coach. So I think the qualification there where it's like, yeah, we'll see, you know, people can evolve. People can change. Yeah. People can get better. People can get worse. I just think it's important to point out that one person is not celebrating this thing. And I think a lot of people in D.C. felt that way before and yeah. have just changed their mind, understandably, because now he's here and what else are you going to do? Yeah. But there I, are real questions to ask. It, it's questions to ask, and I think ultimately you got to let him go out and do his job. But what, what, I, what I'm lost on is how we can sit up here and praise one guy and, and, and rele- re- release him of all blame. Yeah, they were up 28-3. 28-3. That means that Dan Quinn's defense was shutting down Tom Brady, right? But you kept throwing the football, three and out, turn it over. What happens to a defense that has an offense that doesn't have sustained drives? They get tired, right? So as much as they want to, the people that don't like Dan want to throw the focus on him, Kyle was as blatantly responsible as Dan because the way his offense ran, your defense was on the field most of the time. And still, Kyle doesn't get that love. You go, you, I mean, get that, that that hate coming at him. You take him again. He does. I, I do think Kyle. Two years he, ago. Here's a lot about 20. They were in the Super Bowl, okay? Yeah. They were up by 10 Four in the fourth quarter. They lost that game too, right? Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is people give Kyle all the credit for how good that team, that team was, and they give Dan all the, the blame for how bad it was. One thing, it was damn sure uh, a combination. I, I agree with that. One thing that does stand out to me, and, and everybody may not be aware of this, Chris and Kyle played together at University of Texas. They're extremely don't, don't they close have uh, tattoos on yeah. each other's legs? They're extremely uh. close friends. I find it, frankly, a little surprising that Kyle has gone out of his way to be effusive in his praise of DQ. Kyle obviously worked with Adam Peters till about a month ago. Kyle is Kyle is the conduit to Peters and Quinn connecting, is my guess. Mm-hmm. I, I find it a little surprising how hard Chris will go about Dan. And, and I thought he did it right by saying, hey, who knows what will happen. Yeah. But that stood out to me, too, as a guy that really knows Kyle well and is then kind of saying that. Is he, like like what we do as friends, okay? If someone comes and they're saying something about you, but I know differently, I'm going to defend it without saying I'm defending it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe that's what he's doing. He's had conversations, personal conversations with Kyle, and he's repeating what Kyle told him. And a lot of the, I think people have to understand that in this business, when you constantly talk to someone, you become real cool with them, you know what they feel about something. And if they're really cool with you, you naturally defend them without knowing you're even doing it. It's a subconscious act. 
I agree with that. And that could be exactly what he was doing. But the ultimate thing is, if I'm up 28-3 in the Super Bowl against a Tom Brady and Bill Belichick-led team, but if you keep giving them chances because you're three and out and turning it over, that's going to give that team a chance to come back because my defense will get tired. Dan Kaplan, sports business expert, joins us next. I want to talk Super Bowl in Vegas, how much the world has shifted from a scenario where you could never even mention gambling. How are we going to spend this $23 billion if they're going to be? Ooh. There's a lot I want to talk about. Yes. Orioles just got sold. What might happen with the naming rights? We're going to talk a little stadium. We're going to talk a lot of things on B. Mitch and Finley. Don't go anywhere. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.